You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand, in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check out the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today is Julie Ruska. Welcome, Julie. Thank you, Jim. I'm so happy to be here. I look forward to our conversation. It's going to be lots of fun. Me too. You know, I uh, just our little bit of chatting before the recording. I'm I'm excited because I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about something that's really gonna help people today, and I'm excited for the audience to get this information. But before we dive in, tell us a little bit about you um, and uh, what you do and your background and all of that. Well, thank you for asking. I have a really interesting background. It's kind of been a twisty curvy road to get where I am. Um, I started as an educator in elementary school, and then I took some time off to stay at home with my kids. And I kind of went through this time where I lost my identity and I didn't know who I was. And I had this experience that kind of woke me up and made me shift my life in my early 30s. So I was working on my master's degree But when I went back to teaching, I knew it wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. And during that time, when I was going through my divorce and all of the challenges, you get really clear on what you need that you're not getting. And I was in power yoga and I found it so empowering. I thought the world needs this. I'm going to change the world with power yoga. And um, looking back now, that seems ridiculous and a little naive. But, um, you know, when your heart feels passionate about something, you just go for it. So I quit my salary job teaching. Now I'm a single mom of three. I had um, my oldest son was with me full time, my younger two are with me most of the time Sunday through Friday. So most people would say that's incredibly risky. But I just knew in my heart that I needed to help empower people. And so as soon as I quit my salary job and started teaching power yoga, I realized that it was just a band-aid. It was just a tool for transformation, but it wasn't the thing. And I wanted to figure out how to get to the deeper issues that hold people back. What are the root issues, um, which we'll talk about today. And so through a process of discovery and a lot of training in yoga, mindfulness, meditation, psychology, and high performance. I created a holistic program now. So I'm a certified high performance coach with the High Performance Institute. And I mesh that with my yoga, mindfulness, and meditation practices to really look at life holistically. So now I help people with their career, relationships, health, and finance to determine where they're functioning at their optimal levels and where they're not. And then I help them get from where they are now to where they want to be. 
So that's the quick answer. And I have a little caveat there. I don't give financial advice. I don't have training in that. But what I do is we, I talk with my clients about that. And then I send them to someone like you. That's awesome. Um, well, I love that you, you look at it holistically because, you know, um, you work with a lot of people that have a lot of money. You already know what I'm going to say about people that have money. People that have money aren't necessarily happier than people that don't have money, right? I I I sometimes say I've been poor and I've been and I've done well and doing well is better, but it doesn't make you happy, right? Okay. You have to have you know, my easiest definition of of happiness is making progress. And so that's the one thing that I that that we need to make progress and and people hit roadblocks and they and and they and they shut down and we're going to talk about that in a minute but but so I love the that you look at the whole picture because that means even somebody that's a billionaire could use coaching absolutely to, to ground their heart and their and their mind their bodies sometimes they don't take care of their bodies etc absolutely and that's what's so important you have to look at what success really is and so many people have that wrong. They think I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to have a great big house. I'm going to have fancy cars, going to have this picture perfect family. And life doesn't go that way. And you have to really look at what's the cost and what's the payoff. So if you're wildly successful in your career, but your relationships are failing, are you truly successful? If your right. relationships are going great and your career is going great, but you're 80 pounds overweight and you don't have the energy to enjoy life because you have to take a nap at two o'clock. That's not really success. So when I work with people, I really want them to have a whole life vision of success. Your career is thriving. Your relationships are on point. And that doesn't just mean intimate relationships. It can mean friendships, relationships with your family, um, community, and then your health, you want to be on it with your health and your finances. Because one of the things I learned really early on is in my certified high performance training, they talked about career relationships, emotions and health. And I'm like, you're missing the most important thing. If you don't take care of your finances, then you're just being a dream merchant. Right. Because if you don't have the money to finance your dreams, you can't do it. You can't go fly first class to Maldives if you don't have the money to do it. Right. No, that's true. So you you mentioned vision. I always yeah. find that people struggle with that, like coming up with a vision. Tell me, talk to me about how you help your clients create a vision, but not just, you know, it's easy because by the way, this is the easiest vision in the world. I want to make a million dollars a year or $10 million a year, whatever, whatever that number is. It doesn't matter. Right. And then it's like, okay, then I can draw out that's so much per month, so much per day, so much per hour. You can do all this crud with that. But like the vision, talk about how that vision needs to be holistic. Yeah. So the vision starts, it's the foundational element of all success. You have to have the vision, you have to know what you're working toward to get there. And so many people don't, or they do what you're talking about. They just have a financial vision. They have these targets that are monetarily based. And we get there, we will talk about that much later on. But I always start my clients with the ideal vision. When you close your eyes 
and you think about your life, really the dream life, the ideal life, I want them to be able to feel it, to sense it, to taste it. I really want my clients and I work with them really early on. Usually our first session is a get to know you session. And then after that, we go right into clarity of vision. And it is, you know, five years, 10 years out, whatever that time period is, where do you want to be? Who do you want to be with? And what do you want to be doing? Yeah. And then you can figure out how to finance that. Right. But if you don't have the vision, then what are you doing with just the money? I want to make money. I want to have a great car. Like no one ever, by the way, none of my clients ever after working with me have those on their, on their vision, on their vision. We don't do vision boards, but on their vision sheet that we fill out. Yeah. Nobody does because when you start to think about that, of course, you're going to have shelter. Of course, you're going to have transportation. But when you start to think about where do you want to be, it's usually a place that's not a house. It's typically a beach or the mountains. It's an experience. You know, you're with someone. What are you doing there? How are you feeling? Like, how does it feel to have your dream life? And when you can get that clear, so much so that you could create it in a movie, you can actually see it in your head, you can feel like mine, I love white sandy beaches and turquoise waters. And I can feel the sun on my face when I talk about that. And I feel the joy in my heart and the contentment. That's what you're going for. And then after that, of course, you have to figure out the logistics. Now, I see the vision. How do I get there? And that's when, you know, the financial conversation happens, but that's not the most important. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They focus on the money first and not the vision. Yeah. And then they don't know why they want the money. And so they lose motivation. And I want to talk about why people lose motivation, but, but I want to talk first about, I love the way that you said clarity in in vision is because having i agree with you 100 percent. by the way and there's you know and i know you're familiar with like the dickens method where you think okay here's what happens if i start eating better and i work out six days a week and everything else this is what i look like here's what happens if i eat mcdonald's every day and here's what happens (laughs) if i don't do anything right my clients are not allowed to eat mcdonald's by the way they can have stock in mcdonald's but they can't eat it that's right. It's I, an absolute I, no. <laughs> I, you know, every once in a while when those fast food rest things come on, I think to myself, oh, that looks good. And then I'm like, no, it doesn't. Remember, I haven't had that for years, but it's like how you feel afterwards. That's right. what you got to think about. How do I feel after eating a Big Mac? You, No one in the world can say they feel good after eating a Big, a Big Mac <laughs> or Taco Bell. You know, uh, but but uh, not that we're knocking McDonald's or Taco Bell. No, no. Like I said, invest in those companies. Go for it. Like, again, I'm not giving financial advice. I'm going to get in trouble here. But, you know, that's fine. But but please, yeah, don't eat it. So I love that clarity. I love that. That that's definitely a differentiating factor in your message. So then let's talk about the next thing. You have a vision. Right. But people a lot of times people stop there they don't really have a plan to get that vision so how how do you work with your clients to plan out the steps necessary to get to that vision 
Well, first we we anchored the vision in a necessity. Okay, I like it's, that. It's really important. And um, we were talking before the show, my daughter goes to NYU. And when I realized that that was all going to fall on me, my necessity, um, <laughs> my necessity was raised. And right. suddenly my focus was, okay, that was not the plan. She had a college fund, but that was very based on, we live in North Carolina. North Carolina has great schools. She'll stay here, go in state. Yeah. So when that shifted, my necessity shifted, my, my vision short-term shifted, and I had to create that game plan. Um, so you want to anchor your vision in the necessity of what do I need to do? Um, to get from point A to point B. And when you have that necessity, that's the motivation, that's the driving force. So why do you want it? Right, the why, right? Yep, I, I, and you know, it's funny because people can come up with why, but getting that what and knowing like every day, am I getting the results? Am I not getting the results? Is this getting me closer or is this yeah. stagnant or, or actually taking me away from my goal? But what do you think the common denominator of success is? You you know you work with a lot of people. You've seen a lot of successful people. People that put together you put together the plan for and they accomplish it. And other people that maybe are successful in other things, but or maybe they got lucky. Who knows? But like, talk about that common. What's the common uh, uh, denominators? To me, it all goes back to limiting beliefs and courage to move past those. So at some point in our life, typically in childhood, but it can happen through a series in our adulthood of failures too. If we fail in relationships or we fail in a business, we develop these limiting beliefs that hold us back. They say we're not enough. They tell us we can't do things. And when you have those limiting beliefs, what I've found is every single client I have ever worked with still has them. And we all have them. That's what's interesting. Some people say, I don't have limiting beliefs. I've worked through that. They still show up. The difference, the game changer is recognizing them. You have to identify them first. Then you have to excavate them. You have to pull them out. That's no longer my story. Yes, when you were homeless, you had a certain belief about money and capability, but that has to shift for you to have wealth. So you have to identify the limiting belief, you have to excavate it, and then you have to adopt more affirming beliefs. So if your go-to is that's not possible because of something you've been raised with or something that you've developed over the years, you have to learn that every time that shows up in your mind to identify it, oh, there's that again, that's not true, that's a lie. I love that. You know, one of the things like when you're meditating and I'm ADHD, so meditation is hard for me, but it's like <laughs> when you get those negative thoughts, the technique that I've learned is that you like think about them being on a highway, they go in and they go out and you go back to focusing. Right. Yeah. But you said something that the kind of this process reminds me and I, and I, and I, off the top of my head, I can't quote this in the Bible, but it's in the Bible that your heart becomes what's in your heart becomes your thoughts and what are your thoughts are become your actions, right? Yeah. So it's, it's biblical what you're saying, because you're saying, you know, you got to get this clarity, this vision, and then you got to change your thinking, right? Yeah. You can't think I can't do it. If you, right. you know, I'm, I'm 57 years old and I'm think to myself, 
I'm going to have abs by the time I'm 58. Okay. So don't laugh, Julia. It's going to happen. Okay. So then I, if I think I can't have abs, well, then I'm not going to. Right. Right. And, and, and you also, though, you can't just think about it. This is where a lot of people screw up as well. You're talking about how to get from point A to point B, right? You have to have a strategic plan Right. But then you have to put in the action. So if you sit here every day until your next birthday and say, I'm I'm gonna have a washboard abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you just think about it every day, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Like the power of your mind is amazing, but it's not that amazing. We're not magical. You have to put in the work, you have to take the daily consistent action. And so that's why there's never like a simple answer, but it actually is very simple. You have to have clarity of what you want. And then you have to have the courage to deal with your limiting beliefs. From there, you have to take action. Yeah. You know, there used to be this little pamphlet called the common Denom denominator of success. And it was, I think, John Gray. Mm -hmm. I used to hand these things out. And it said that successful people make a habit of doing things unsuccessful people either can't or won't do. So it's just what the, just exactly what you just said is, yeah, I can sit here and think I want to have abs. I can go and buy eight minute abs and, and, you know, do whatever. But if, if I'm not doing plank and then doing more plank and then doing, you know, whatever exercises I decide are my core exercises and that I'm not eating healthy and lean proteins and vegetables right. and no fast yeah. food and no sodas. Right. Yeah. And, and that, again, oh, is why so many people don't hit their targets and don't right. achieve success is because of the habits. So when we talked and we were talking about the show, I'm like, there are habits. What are the secrets to the most successful people? And yeah. there are habits that research has shown. So the so world's largest study on high performance was conducted by the High Performance Institute. And it's all research based by science. They conducted the study over years in 190 countries with millions of participants. They did it with 300 interviews in 11 different countries. They had like 175,000 survey participants. They had over 2 million online educators that would fill out these surveys. And what they came up with is that there are six habits that make people wildly successful. The difference between the top 1% in the world and the other 99%. And there are these six habits, clarity, courage, energy, productivity, influence, and necessity. And when you break all of those down, like we're talking about, those are big overriding themes, but then you go to clarity. It's like clarity of vision, clarity of skill set, clarity of self. And then you have to break that down again, right? Into these micromanageable steps. So what do you want to do? You want to be your healthiest, most amazing self walking on the beach, looking good, feeling good with the love of your life. Well, step number one, stop eating junk food, right? right. Step number two, get a fitness program, maybe hire a trainer, join a gym, whatever it is. So that's what I do with people. We have the big vision and then we go into all of those little areas and it can seem overwhelming because some people only need a few tweaks. Other people need to hit the reset button 
And like they need to talking about excavating or talking about hurricanes, like we were talking about um, with your house. Sometimes you have to dig up the foundation and start over. And that's a longer process. But most people, they just need to get rid of the things that aren't working and build a new foundation with clarity, courage, energy, necessity, productivity, and influence. So take the bad habits and replace them with good habits based within those six habits. Right. So what I love about that is when most people hear something, they read a book, they they listen to somebody like you speak and they think, I can do this, right? right? And they may be able to even get the vision and the clarity down, but the plan is a lot harder. But even if they got the plan down, it's the execution of that plan. And yes. that's where... You know, even in my golf game, I decided that I'm my I, my handicap was 2.8. Now it's like 10. Totally messed up my golf game, and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> so I hired a coach mm-hmm. to give me two lessons a week, and like, and I said, be hard on me, treat yeah. me like I'm a two handicap. So if I hit a ball like an 11 handicap, say that was crummy, that's oh. no good. Treat me like I'm my future self, back to my two handicap. And, and so I, I love, I coached baseball, football, and wrestling for 15 years. I love coaching, right? I love, I love people that coach because I I'm passionate about it. So uh, I love that. I love the way that you're talking about your approach because a lot of people have different approaches, but I really uh, identify with how all of that comes together because if I'm feeling really good about my health, mm-hmm. then guess what? I'm confident that yes. I can, and I'm going to be more confident going out there and building my business. Absolutely. And, I, and, and it all goes together. So what do you see there? Do you see people like, I'm, I'm sure you don't see people take off in just one area of their lives. I, talk about how that all works together. So typically what happens is people don't really understand what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be honest about it. They see I'm a high performance coach. And the way I see high performance is thriving in all areas of your life. Yeah. And there are peak performance coaches. There are all sorts of coaches out there and everyone can find what works for them. But when people come to me, they typically have a problem with their career. They're usually hitting a wall or um, there's something where they're just not accessing that next level. I work with founders and CEOs And they are the ones they're hitting the walls. There's not a next level per se in their career. There's not a new title. So now what? They've gotten to the top and something's still missing. And that's when I come in and it's like, okay, yes, there are things you can do differently in your company. Yes, there are different dynamics, effective communication. Those are the easy fixes for me. During COVID, everyone was hiring me for productivity. They're like, I'm not productive at home. Help me. Well, I can fix that in a 90 minute session. Right. That's not, that's not hard, <laughs> but, but long-term to really create change, you have to go beneath that. Well, why aren't you productive at home? Well, it's not just that you don't have good work habits. It's not that you just need to redo your schedule. There are things going on. Now you're distracted what's going on with your relationships. Oh yeah. Well, before lockdown, you never saw your partner and now they're here all the time. 
And now you're actually having to face the fact that you have major marital issues if you're married, right? And this is what I've seen with my clients. Most of them are married. And, and during COVID, all of these things were coming up. So they were reaching out to me to help them with productivity. But as soon as we you know, made a few adjustments and got their schedule lined up and, and got them functioning. And it had boundaries about working from home and when the kids can come in and when the partner can come in and all of that. Then we get to the real issues. What else is pulling you off track? You're not productive because you're sitting there worried about what's going on in your personal relationships. You're not productive because you woke up this morning and ate a disgusting breakfast that has you slow and sluggish because you weren't focused on your health. So it's all of those components and it sounds more challenging than it is. But when you get into conversation, it's very easy to identify what needs to change. And it's not as hard as it seems to create that change because the vision's there. Right. And when you know you're working toward that vision, it makes it worth it. So everything goes through the filter of, is this choice that I'm about to make aligned and congruent with the vision that I want, or is it not? Right. And if it's not, you don't do it. So if you want to have those abs and your friends, you go out to eat tonight with your friends and they're having a starter and a giant meal with carbs and a big, giant, delicious dessert, you're going to have to choose if that's getting you closer to where you want to be with your abs or not. You know, I love that because you know what? I always say play the movie forward, right? Mm -hmm. Is just like you said, if I make this choice, play the movie forward. If I make this choice, play the movie forward. And if you do that, every time you have to make a decision, you'll make the right decision. But what, what, Julie, what area do you find is the biggest struggle when you think of this holistic approach? Cause I, I'm going to, I'm going to bet it's not the money. It's what, what part of it is the struggle? The mindset, the mindset. It's yeah. always the mindset. The, it's all about going back think. to the limiting beliefs. When people have the vision and then they start self-sabotaging, it's typically because they don't believe they're worthy of it or they don't believe it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. What people used to call fear of failure, fear of success, fear in general. Right. And there's only one thing that cures fear, by the way, which is action. Right. Yes. I say action annihilates anxiety. So when people are feeling anxious, I'm like, take a step. They're like, oh, it makes me nervous. I'm like, just take the step. Did you ever read that book called The Magic of Thinking Big? David Schwartz, I think was the guy's name. No. What he does is like, if you're afraid of heights, go up in in a hot air balloon or go to the tallest building that you can get and look down. Yes, I did that in my life. So I am a big fan of integrity. And I always say, I'm not going to tell my clients to do something I want to do myself. So I grew up, my mom had a big fear of heights. And so I kind of took that on. And then when I was on, like when I was in Dubai on top of the Burj Khalifa, I'm not, I wasn't scared at all up there. And I realized where I, my fear was, was falling. I wasn't actually scared of heights. I was scared of being on the edge of those heights and falling down. So I took a rock climbing class to learn how to climb 
<laughs> which was terrifying actually, but I wanted to do it because I wanted to face my fear. And interestingly enough, again, I discovered I'm not afraid of the height when it came time to repel down. That's when my fear showed up, but you ah. have to face your fears. You are never going to get to where you want to be. If you don't have the courage to look them straight in the eye, confront them and take action to move past them. I didn't think I had a fear of heights until I watched that movie with the guy free climbing up El Capitan. And then I was like, I was, even though I know he makes it right. I'm cringing yeah. the whole time because I'm thinking he's going to fall. He's going to fall, you know, like, uh, but uh, so that's, I love overcoming fear because that's the only thing that slows us down is fear. And, it, you know, if you were, if you knew that no matter what, you could not fail, which is true, that is the case, what would you do? You would do all kinds of things that you've never done, right? Absolutely. So it's that fear has to be eliminated. And I do believe that that's where coaching comes in. And, you know, when I would coach kids that were wrestling kids or football kids or baseball kids, once I, I got to get you to believe that you, that you're bigger and better than you think you are. Right. And, and once I do, then, then sky's the limit. Um, yeah, I love, I love your philosophy. I love all of the things about your step. So how do you work with people? Talk to me about that. Like, um, obviously I'm sure you have a website. What, what else? How, how, how can people learn more about Julie? Yes. Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn. I, I used to say I live on LinkedIn. I'm not on there as much anymore, but I create free content there because okay. I do think it's important to get a feel for a coach um, and see what they're all about. And so I create content on there that people can watch. I also have a show, a new streaming TV show called The Next Level with Julie Ruska. Nice. Um, so that's another way to just kind of see, I have some of my clients on there talking about their success stories. I also have some of my connections, my community, and it's really, it's a fun show to just see um, all of that. I'm redoing my website, but my old website, powerfulleaders.com has a link to my new one. So it's easier that way. Um, but those are all ways to reach out to me, to get a hold of me, kind of see what I'm about, and then directly reaching out to me. There's an application to work with me that people that are very serious about it can go to the website and fill out, or just emailing me, julie at powerfulleaders.com, if you really want to change your life. And the reason I have an application, I... I don't take on about 95% of the people that apply to work with me wow. because what I see in that is the limiting beliefs that show up and the scarcity mindset that shows up. It's interesting. We were talking about this before. When you invest money in something, you're more committed to it. So it's right. interesting when I start to see, oh, I want coaching, but I can't afford it. Oh, I want, you know, and, and all of those beliefs start to show up. And then there are people that just don't dream big enough. And I want right. to work with people who have a vision, see what they want. I'll help them fine tune it, but they, they know that they want more. You have to know you want more. Um, I'm not the type of coach that you hire 
just to solve simple problems. There are tons of coaches out there that can help you tweak your business, help you market better, help you with social media. That's not what I do. My coaching is truly transformational. And um, so, yeah, it's um, that's the process, reaching out to me, getting to know who I am. And then uh, we have a conversation. And in that initial conversation, I call it a high-performance intensive, we create the game plan. We talk about the vision, we create a strategy, and then we determine where we go from there. Typically, I work with people for about 12 sessions. I like to do it weekly when possible. And then we we kind of spread it out from there. But I like the intensive to build the momentum and get the habits on track. Because like we discussed, if you don't have those habits, then you're not going to see the results. And you have to have the vision, but then you have to go all the way back to the daily consistent actions you take to get there. Love it. Love that. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that about um, kind of like jumpstarting things, because I really believe that's, a, that's another thing that you see in sports and you see it in theater. You see it as you jumpstart those things. And then, you know, but at, right. It's it's funny because coaching, you you can't tell people what they want to hear. And there's a lot of people out there that, hey, I'm getting paid. I'm telling, I'm kind of massaging them and keeping them going and supporting yeah, them. Yeah, they're glorified cheerleaders. Yeah. And they're exactly. useless, quite honestly. I mean, you have friends for that. Like your friends can encourage you and cheer you on. But, and I, I, have a lot of friends that are coaches. I mean, no disrespect, but a lot of coaches out there are kind of useless. Right. You already know what you need to do, right? So do you need someone to help you set little goals and then call you every week and say, how are you doing on your goals? Good job. Keep it up, Jim. Like yeah. invest your money somewhere else. And right. so, yeah, what I do with people is very much true change. You want to really change something in your life. It might be one area. It might be lots of areas, whatever it is. We identify it. We create a strategic plan. You build those habits, build the momentum, and then it spreads out more. It's like, okay, now you have everything you need to have to succeed. Go work on this. We'll touch base in two weeks. Go work on this. We'll touch base in a month. And so eventually they don't need me. That's the goal. You don't want, if you're, I'll talk to people and they'll say, oh, I've been working with this coach for 10 years. I'm like on a regular basis. Cause I love quarterly check-ins. I mean, I have quarterly check-ins with all my clients, but the people that are still working with the same person, they're probably not moving forward. And I'm all about results. Yeah. Yeah. All about progress. Well, I love that, Julie. Um, that's a lot of information, a lot of great stuff and a lot of resources uh, talking about your website and LinkedIn material. All right. So I have a question for you, Julie. If God came down from heaven and only allowed you to retain the knowledge that you've gotten from one book, not the Bible, but what would that book be? The Motivation Manifesto, and I have it right here in my book. I mean, this is wild. These are all my notes on it. This is like the Bible of motivation. 
Because when you are trying to change your life, it can become exhausting because we all make mistakes. And, you know, it's like two steps forward, one step back. But this really gets to the core of motivation to keep going. And one of my favorite quotes from it says, it must be the main aim in life to rekindle the magic. Wow. And when I heard that, that, I was like, that's what it's really all about. We can talk about the strategies to create a life you love, but when you really think about it, it's not about a certain amount in your bank account. It's not about stuff. It's about that feeling, that feeling you get when you're in that place that you want to be, where your career relationships, health and finance are all thriving and you have that magic and you look at life and you're like, thank you, God. This is everything that you created for us to enjoy. And I've accessed it. That's really cool. That's really cool. Well, that that's a I I when I know that somebody's really committed to a book is when I see notes like that because when it's highlighted, it's ridiculous. That's awesome. Like it's ridiculous the amount of I could probably quote this for the rest of my life. But yeah, this book is the motivational Bible. And I don't get paid to say that. Um, even though I've been trained by the mentor of it, I my mentor um, by the author of it. Yeah. It's just that kind of book. And it's an easy read and you can go back to it. It's something that if you're struggling with one area, if you're struggling with your inner demons, your limiting beliefs. They have a chapter on that. Um, Reclaiming your agenda. If you get off track in your career, how do you get back on track? And it's, it's, it's created in a way that it's a call to action. It's very exciting. Must, must have it. I love that. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you for sharing all this information with the audience. It's been great. Really want to, as we spoke about, do some, some additional things with, create yeah. tailwind and your organization and you. So um, until then, um, I, I really appreciate your time. Um, and we're going to end this the way we always end it with the incredible words of Earl Nightingale. Turk, take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now, let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.